This episode is brought to you by Very Dark, Very Quick Podcast. Very Dark, Very Quick is a delicious talk and variety show squished around interviews with a side order of skits, a double heaving of characters, and hot steaming pins. Each episode, Mike and Aaron order up a new topic and serve it up to you as the Blue Plate Special Du Jour. You can catch Very Dark Very Quick on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and blogtalkradio.com. Very Dark Very Quick is a member of the Astro Panda Network, vegan-friendly, MSG and GMO-free. This episode is also brought to you by Getting Sports with Drunk Podcast. I'm the hostess Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm the Red Baron. Wow. I'm Jaymar. And I'm the man of many names. And we're, we're Getting Sports with Drunk. Drunk. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Be sure to subscribe on Podbean and iTunes. And find us on the PPRN Radio Network every Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Tussaud, and welcome to the Fur Peasants Podcast. No one pays attention to you as much as you do. It's kind of a mean thing to say, but there's so much truth. It's brutal honesty that no one thinks about you as much as you do. Because we are always thinking about ourselves. It's not a selfish thing. It's your mind and your life, what goes on around you, everything involves you. So you're basically constantly thinking about yourself. And you cannot expect other people to think about you as much as they think about themselves. Now, we think of people as selfish or narcissists that always think about themselves, but we really always think about ourselves. But people that are like that, well, one... The, they actually have a lot of empathy and they have some imbalances in their brain. So it's really not their fault as much as you think. But they want other people to think about them like they do. So it's kind of like a misconception because it's impossible to have someone else think about you as much as you do unless they have an obsession and that's definitely not healthy seriously do you want someone to think about you as much as you do you know how weird that would be i would be running i would be hiding in my closet scared for my life but we do want people to appreciate things that we value. We only have so much time out of the day. So uh, 
we can only do so many things that we're passionate about. For example, I do my music and podcast and like to write. My passions are filled up to the brim. I work 60 hours a week, have two kids. So uh, it's kind of, it kind of blows my mind that I even have any passion. But instead of just a little passion, I have, it's like overload. But I, it's, I love it. I love always keeping busy and doing things that I enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy a TV show and lounging around playing games, but I really enjoy improving myself in my passions. So writing music, this podcast, and I like to write, uh, like a, it's kind of like a diary or a memoir, but I also like to write scripts. Like I'm currently writing a comedy, half hour comedy TV pilot and, oh, I'm, I'm pumped about this one. It's going to be good. And, uh, I always like keeping busy. I really enjoy involving other people. Sharing my passion with other people that see my vision. It's amazing. And I do like appreciation. I like, because I didn't really get it growing up. I was kind of like, well, I kept to myself and I was really looking for a lot of appreciation and that's kind of a thing that affects me now and I know that and now that I know that it helps because if I didn't realize that I would be searching for appreciation from anyone being desperate but I appreciate myself and I never had that when I was growing up so knowing that no one thinks about you as much as you do, it's kind of a, a good thing to have in the back of your head because just like a simple email to say, for example, to check in on someone, uh, a business contact, like I have business contacts that I email about every three to six months and I keep at it. They're not thinking about you. They're busy. They are ahead of a corporation or they run their own business by themselves. They don't have time to really think about you. So you cannot blame them. So what you have to do is Keep up on the contact, get lucky somehow on one of those emails. It's the right place at the right time 
they might need you. Same thing goes for a relationship, a family member. You might feel hurt because they never never bother to contact you. Well, it's because they're not thinking about you. I mean, unfortunately, but that's because you don't come across their mind. You have to somehow come across their mind. That's just the way it goes. And uh, that's why it is important to keep the people who do appreciate you in your life and appreciate them back because that is a true gift, a true friendship, a true relationship. So what I want to work on today is a goal. It is a new year, right? Pretty sure. It's 2018. And a lot of people have ambition and uh, drive. They think about what they want to do. They don't know how to go about it. So I want to kickstart some ideas for you to make a roadmap to your goal. So I am going to basically go off what I did for this year. My goal is to write an album and I broke it down to a very specific to reach that goal. It has some other goals too, mini goals, like I want to write this episode, work on this podcast. And then, of course, I have some life goals that are in my uh, daily life, like redo my bathroom and buy new furniture, stuff like that. And I seriously, I break that down, simple things like that. Call me uh, an over-planner, but I like to make sure I have money to do that and money to do things I want to do and like go on a trip to Yosemite this summer and go rock climbing. But also have enough money for my kids, save money up for them and take them and do things. So let's work on this goal that you have. If you don't have a goal, maybe we can spark an idea for you to do something because having fulfillment in life is kind of a big deal. Makes you feel important and can get you out of that funk if you're in a funk. And even when, if you plan this now, let's say you're, you're in a good mood, and you know you get into funks, you plan this now, really plan it to the T. And that way when you're in a funk, you're like, all right, I don't, I'm not feeling it, feeling it today, but if I can do this when I'm in a good mood, I can do this when I'm in a bad mood. I have everything written down. All I have to do is work on it just a little bit. 
Maybe when I'm in a good mood, I can do a little extra. And when I'm in a bad mood, I can do what I can. All right. So I wrote down a pretty simple outline. I use this software and it's called uh, Scapple. S-C-A-P-P-L-E. And what it is, it's really simple. It's a flow chart. You double click, you make a little word, and you can connect it to your other, uh, other words, basically. It's a flow chart. I like to make my goal in the center, and then I make a circle around it and I go off subcategories and connect them all together to reach my goal. So what is your goal? What is it that you really want to do? Could be really simple. It could be getting healthy. It could be going on a vacation. Could be writing an album starting a podcast, writing a blog, painting, cooking, a championship, a, you could be into a, uh, hmm, You could be into sculpting. You could be into working. You want to finish that car, that antique car. So what is it that you really want to do? What is something that piques your interests that you have never done? So think about that first. And if you know it right away, Put that in the center. Let's make a flow chart. You can do this on a piece of paper. I do this on this program because I make these a lot. And, well, it's easy storage. And I can put it on my phone or other computers. And it's always there. So put that in the center. Your goal. All right. So we have a goal, right? A lot of people get to this point. A lot of people, like our, their blood is pumping. They're gung-ho right now. All about it. Talk to everyone about it. Like, this is what I'm going to, look, check this out. I'm going to do this. And that's great. You should tell people about it. But also, you should be about it. You're going to have to do. Take action. And that's the tough part because a lot of people don't know how to go about it. You went from nothing to this enormous goal. That is, that is huge. Like, say, for example, you want to do a marathon. Well, that's 26.2 miles. You can't, well, I wouldn't say can't, but... 
I wouldn't suggest it. You can't just do one. Or you're really going to hurt yourself or you're going to fail. It's going to be too much for you to handle. You're going to have to break it down. You're going to have to come up with a plan to reach the finish line. You're going to have to break it down into sections. How do you do that? Well, you're going to have to see how other people do it. You're not the only one that's ever done a marathon. So, who else has done marathons? Was Is there a friend you can talk to? Is there a community you can join? Maybe online. Maybe at a local running shop. Figure out what you have to do. And then, study all the plans and create your own. And eventually, you'll have a kind of a plan that you can work off of to reach that goal. So we need to make a plan. So here's what I like to do. First, you have a goal, right? Now, when you have a goal, you have obstacles in your way to reach that goal. Or you would already have that goal. So... You have an inner obstacle, an outer obstacle, inner obstacles. For me, I'm adding a goal, and that's writing this comedy pilot. And it's extra. That's extra stress. Anything is stress, good or bad stress. This is good stress, but it's also time. So I need to figure out what are my obstacles in the way. So, starting Monday, taking a break from drinking. I took a break from drinking to launch this podcast and to work on myself. And I started drinking again when I felt healthy. My mind was healthy. I had this podcast launched and I felt that it was okay. And it was. But now, I have an obstacle. This is going to be my outer obstacle because it is external going into my body. So, I'm going to stop drinking. My other one is... Well, I have two, let's say two other ones. Inner obstacle. I need to keep up with meditation because... That resets me every day. Now, I have been struggling with meditation. I have not been keeping up on it. And I would say that drinking is a part of that. So, I need to meditate every night. Take a break from drinking. And I mean break, that's... It's going to be a while, probably like three, six months. Then another obstacle I have is girls. Girls get in in the way of my goal. I wish it wasn't like that, but it is. So 
Now it takes time. And time is pretty important for me because it's very limited. So I can't be out there looking for girls, basically. Now, if something happens, it happens, whatever. But that would be something that complements my goals. And that's honestly a, a huge rarity. So that is an obstacle for me. So that is written down. So one section, put inner obstacles. What is your inner obstacles? Do you have anxiety? Do you have depression? Are you obsessive over something that is not healthy? Do you feel like you're not good enough? Do you always... Do you have like negative feelings like hatred towards someone? Those are inner obstacles. Maybe you're not healthy. Maybe you have diabetes. Maybe you have an eating disorder. Maybe, maybe you need to build some muscle because you have severe aches. Maybe you have a disease. If you have something that's you need to work on, it's pretty important to be healthy to work on your goals, if that's not already your goal. Outer obstacles could be family members that are toxic, friends that are toxic, drinking, drugs, overeating, overspending, gambling, any external factors that hinder your goals. So make subcategories of your inner and outer obstacles. All right, so you have your goals and you have the things that are in your way of your goals. Now, what do you have to do to overcome those obstacles? What do you have to do to overcome the obstacles in your mind, your inner obstacles? What do you have to do to quit those external factors? Think about those and write those down. Now, you have your goal. I like to break that goal up. You can break it come up into quarters. You can start with the halfway mark. What do you have to do to get to your halfway goal? But I do like to start from the end and work my way to the beginning. So create some mini goals. Think about the very end of your goal. Is it to run a marathon? Is it to Write an album. Is it to start your blog, to launch it, to launch a website, to invent an idea, invent a product, to graduate college? So what's your goal? All right, so work from the end. What do you have to do to get to that goal? What do you have to do 
to get to the halfway mark. For me, for my album, I want to write an album in 2018. So for me to write an album, I have to write one song a month. 12 songs. If I write more, I write more. So I have that breaking down already to monthly goals. So those are my mini goals. So I break that down even farther. What do I have to do every day? Well, I need to keep my mind fluent. I need to exercise my mind. So I need to free write every day for 20 minutes. I need to listen to music. Not just music in my genre either. Because other bands didn't do that. They had influences. So what are my influences? And I really study their songs. I study the structure of the song. What makes it exciting? The instrumentation of the song. The lyrics. I really break them down to why it influences me. Why do I connect to it? I had equipment that I needed to purchase. So... I wrote those down and I broke it down to when I can purchase it within my budget. I can't just purchase it all at once or it really hurts my wallet. So create your mini goals and the time it takes to accomplish those mini goals. Uh, You also have to plan in rest time. It's, it might be the most important thing in your whole planning. Because this gives you that leisure time and it's okay it's like okay i got my show i'm watching and i don't have to worry about anything because this is a planned off day or this is my planned free hour for the day because you need to keep your mind healthy and you can't have conflict Like conflict can be good because you have to overcome it and it makes you a better person. But unnecessary conflict that didn't need to happen if you planned correctly. So taking out time to spend with other important people and objectives that do not relate to your main goal. So... I plan Sundays with my best friends. We have a night. We play games. We uh, watch a movie. But it's it's planned. I, it's something to look forward to. And you get to just connect with other people. 
talk about your passions, check out what they're doing, you know, have a good time. And then other objectives, you know, something to do to keep your mind off your main goal so you don't burn out. And that's why I like to have, uh, I have multiple goals, so I have multiple passions. So I can't really burn out on something because I can switch and exercise a different part of my mind. Like, for example, my podcast, I get to speak about my ideas and let them out. They're not trapped inside. My music, I get to really hone my skills and let ideas out that are really personal to me, where my podcast is more free thinking. It just comes out where the music is more critical thinking. It's every word is vital and it has to connect with people and really express my ideas, which can be really dark, be really dark or really happy. My writing for this this comedy show, it's a lot of planning. I need to uh, flesh out the characters and the setting and the the goals, the the theme. Lots of planning goes into that. So it it for me it exercises different parts of my mind, and then meditating resets that. Then I have my kids where I laugh a lot with my kids and share my passions with them and. If they have something that they like, I like to expand on that. So it is important to plan out uh, free time. What can you afford during your week, during your day, your month, your year? Figure that out. Then lastly, I have Study the people who inspire your related goal. We kind of talked about this already, but it is important to study the people who have accomplished your goal. We have endless information. We have YouTube. We have podcasts. We have websites, books, uh, email. We have social media. We have Just word of mouth. So find out the people that inspire you. The people that are huge in the field. The people that just are at the, that just accomplished the goal. They're at the very bottom, but they're still known. And then the people who are working towards that goal that are nobodies. You can reach out and contact them. You never know what happens. So maybe uh, maybe this helped you uh, think about uh, a goal you'd like to accomplish. We'll see. I'd like uh, you to uh, go on Facebook 
or Instagram and make a comment and say what your goal is. I think that would be important to share your goals. That way you can tell someone and who knows, maybe someone else has the same goal. And maybe we can just have a conversation about it. Well, that is it for me today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I would like you to subscribe and rate the podcast. And feel free to contact me. And I need some questions because I'd like to do a questions and answers show maybe next week, but definitely this month. All right, everyone. See you next week.